Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Abin, yeah, this is Black Country Blokes Chewing the Fat. This is me, Kev Dillon, uh, Craig Pinches, Aaron Chew, and we're very lucky again to have uh, Nick Davis. Nick Davis is an NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist and life coach. Today, we're going to be talking about sex, drugs, violence and your favourite foods. Now, this seems like a, a rather bizarre to- uh, topic for us, but we're just going to put some things out there today. Because on the, what's it called, the click... Clipbait. Clipbait. On clipbait, these things always come up. Which we're programmed to like these things. So we thought it'd just be a comical thing just to talk about today. Why we are drawn to sex, drugs, violence... And your favourite foods. By the way, mine is a doner kebab. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not drugs. And that's sex, drugs, and that, That's it. <laughs> All in one. I, I have edible pants made of doner meat. <laughs> I bring my own mayonnaise. <laughs> but, but these things, uh, we're, we're programmed to click on these, and that's why I'd like to pass over to Nick, who studied these things. Yeah, so what we were talking about, as Craig was saying, he puts up some some phrases, some quotes, some poems and things like that, and he was saying, why don't people like these and things like that? And I was saying, we're drawn unconsciously to basically keep ourselves safe. So anything to do with violence, that's the first thing we look at. So the reason for this title was just to see how many people looked at this Mm -hmm. first, and you'll notice that there'll be a lot more than normal. Second thing is, if you talk about sex, we're obviously interested in procreating, you know, furthering our DNA and everything else. So that's what we're drawn to. And then we're linked to sensationalism, so drugs and things like that. And also a limbic system in the brain is also drawn towards food, obviously to keep us safe. So when we put things like this out there, and this is why magazines sell, and trashy stories and uh, Facebook, things like that, where people will have heavily filtered images of themselves, that's where people are drawn. So actually, if you want to make money or you want to be popular, then just follow these things. You know, you're not going to be morally uh, sound <laughs> and have a great um, reputation. But, if but it'll all... be a laugh. Yeah, it'll be a laugh. You'll have loads of likes and people watching. But that's the sad thing. You know, if you are, you know, if we put this, um, the title of this up about um, having good morals, mm-hmm. being kind and helping others, we'd probably get about two likes if that. So a couple of people would probably switch in for five minutes. But it's just to, to recognise that that's what we're drawn to as human beings. This is our hard wiring. So it's about getting a balance between your ego that's attracted to those things, but also in terms of the spiritual side of yourself, in terms of being kinder. And that kind of brings me on to the thing about your environment, who you mix with. Uh, and we were saying, like Craig was saying, that you know some of his stuff, um, some people haven't liked. And all I was saying, that doesn't make him bad. It's just like some people like boxing. People who don't like boxing doesn't make them bad people. It's just, you know, you should be in the right environment. I think we were saying about the acorn being planted in concrete. It's not going to grow up into a massive oak tree. Whereas if you put um, the acorn in a beautiful field, there's loads of sun and rain and everything else, you'll get a massive oak tree that'll live for hundreds of years. And And that's one of the reasons that, I would say to people is you've got to move, you've got to travel. The reason I've you know driven here for an hour and a quarter is to be with good people. You know I, I can't stay at home and then recognise oh if I go and knock my neighbour's door am I going to have a good conversation with them? Probably not. Does that make sense? So it's about putting yourself in your environment, like Craig said, find your tribe. 
and it's funny like a uh, bait environment like when you've um, you have your your pub mates yeah and getting off your head mates and and as soon as you stop doing you stop doing the drugs or you stop doing the drink then you lose your friends but then you've got to think was that the right tribe and some people like when i've packed in the booze before they'll go just have one more drink kev come on you're out yeah. with you're out with nick and you're going, but I don't want to. And yeah. Frank's going to say that. He says, how many times you say, I've come off heroin? They're going, go on, just have one more crank. Yeah. And they, they don't understand that because I don't think they're doing it maliciously, but they don't want to lose that that part that you yeah. bring to their life. Well, it's rapport, isn't it, on a, on a bad level, really, but everybody doing those things together creates rapport. And I always say to my clients, if they're trying to get off drugs or drink or anything like that, I say, will those friends pay your mortgage? I said, because if they do, carry on getting high with them. You know, drink with them. Yeah. If they're not going to pay your mortgage, maybe you've got to make a different choice. You know, it, every, everyone's willing to have fun with you in life. Yeah. No one's willing to take the responsibility of dealing with the reality of life with you. And I think there is a saying, what is it, laugh and the world laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that speaks to that. So mm. if, if you're in the wrong tribe completely and you're influenced, you know, yeah. you can be easily influenced because I can't I don't don't think I can be easily influenced um, but I don't really consider myself as having a tribe there's me my partner my children mm. and and you guys for, mm. the, for the most part you know my musical family but I don't really go out and socialize if mm. it's not music it's family if it's not family it's here with you yeah. but that's, there's but, nothing wrong with that is there but but the other so, side is but are, are you being influenced by f the algorithms of Facebook because nowadays we don't even need to leave our house to have a social life. You know, mm. it's it's weird that, you know, in the old days you'd sit in your lounge, you know, on your own and, and you wouldn't have these things. But now you can comment and talk to a group of people that aren't in front of you. Well, if your wife was going to cheat on you, she'd get her high heels and skirt on and go out. Now she could be sat there in her jimmy jams yeah. cheating on you. And yeah. that's the world we're living in. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even use Facebook and that to socialise. I don't really talk to anyone. It's like the happy birthdays. I, I don't really post to people's all happy birthday. If I if I know them directly, like that, but I've not got the number, I'll message, so, private message yeah. them. You know, rather than post to the wall. It's like I'm not not knocking anyone that does it because mm. it's it's just a theme of of this generation. It's what people yeah. do. But you know, you know, people that all. With someone happy birthday who's sitting right next to him, whatever else, yeah. anything. Drop them a text for a phone call. Well, yeah, yeah. well the weird, weird thing about that, and this is anecdotal evidence, is that um, if somebody posts something about somebody that's next to them on Facebook, I'm not going to mention any names of anybody I know here. If hmm. However, no, 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 there's no one here, no one in this. I'm not about anyone back home. I'm not really <laughs> Generally, those people aren't in a happy place with that person. Mm. So if they have to say, Oh, da, 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 and post loads and loads of pictures mm. da, 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 da. they're probably not in a happy place and it's that thing whatever you see on the outside the opposite is true on the inside it's, it's, it's like when, when people have passed on you know and they say birthdays rolled down so I want to wish such and such in heaven and I'm, yeah. you know I'm, I'm assuming angels in heaven and that don't have Facebook, <laughs> you know, and you think, you think why, you know. That's brilliant, yeah. You, you no, think, that is true, it's true. Why, why post it but to they, it? But they're not, I, don't, I don't think they're doing that. I think they're doing that for the emotional response they get off Facebook. Yeah. Whereas if I, you know, I, I was really close to my nan, I'd pray and talk to her. Mm. Yeah. That would be the way I'd do it. But I wouldn't put it on Facebook because I'd, I'd feel a bit of an idiot. But yeah, um, but yeah you're right. And those people who publicise those things. But may I just say, for those people, if that's your way of grieving of course, yeah. then because grief has many different faces yeah. 
Um, so we can't tie them all with one. But I, 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 being devil's advocate, I agree what you're saying. Some people are doing it for the right reasons. Some people, it's like when you have a, a beautiful slim bird going, oh, I've put on two pounds. <laughs> And they're doing that. Oh, princess, you look beautiful. Yeah. Some people do it for the wrong reason. Some people, yeah. I think, are just trying to grieve. Well, do you know, the funny thing is, and this is, I, I use Facebook pretty well. I've got, I've got it down because it's a very good business tool yeah, for me. Um, and there's a variety of different things I do on there. I want to help people, but also I want to attract market, use it for marketing and everything else. You have to recognise this because I, I said, you know, uh, reading somebody's Facebook posts is like being down the pub when the drunk person mm. is, is shouting out yeah. whatever they're shouting out. You have to recognise like how many people you have on Facebook. So some people forget, mm. and I've done this. You know, I've had arguments with people on Facebook and then recognise I've, oh, I've got clients or <sighs> yeah. students on there have emailed me and go, oh, they, you know. <laughs> so it's recognising who you have. Like if you're if you're in a pub full of a thousand people, let's say we've all got a thousand, you know, friends on there, would you? communicate that voice that thing yeah. like you know if you stood up and started doing your poetry and everything yeah. else there's people on there that aren't interested in poetry kev it's like kev if he started talking about mm. boxing and aaron's talking yeah. about improving your life mm. people are going to go because those people aren't into it yeah. and it's recognizing that so with facebook what i try and do is have a balance of different things so it's not all one theme yeah and then what I do is I police it very, very well. So if somebody's consistently putting me down or, or being an idiot, I'll just delete them or block them or yeah. whatever else. And then, so now, hopefully most of the people are on there, or hopefully they'll delete me. Because I, yeah. I don't want people to yeah, follow me absolutely. if they don't like me. You know, because there are some people who go, oh, I want to be looking at a bloody um, drinking and this, that, and the other yeah. weekend, Ibiza weekend, everything, you're boring. And I'm like, yes, I'm to you, I am yeah. boring. I can accept that, but it doesn't make me less of a person. And Facebook, and this is what people don't realise, social media is our environment. Environment. Yeah. Mm. Wherever we are, it goes with us. I, I you know, I'm, I'm terrible for when I'm on holiday for working. Yeah. You know, I've been on the beach and I'm going, oh, I'll just get this email out of the way. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'll go do that. <laughs> I leave my phone at home because that's something I've had to promise Kate because I'm always on the blower and taking calls for matching and mm. doing this. So when we go away, I leave my phone at home because that is my and Kate and Jasmine's time. Yeah. And I think that's what we've got to do. And I said, I said to Nick the other week, about stuff like leaving your phone yeah. downstairs. But nowadays, our phone isn't just a phone. It's uh, an email, it's a Facebook, it's an alarm clock, it's a camera, it's a video camera. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, if you can't sleep at night, just buy yourself a £5 clock. Don't use your phone because that beep beep can drive you to insanity. I've thought of a new business, Kev. Should we get a load of alarm clocks? <laughs> <laughs> and break our phones with them. <laughs> Put it in a sock and use it as a cosh. <laughs> No, you, you want a lead encased alarm clock so you can put your phone in it so no signal can get yeah, in or out. Like well, me and Nick yeah. have been saying it for years. What they should be <laughs> is a breathalyzer on phones. Yeah. So if you've had more than two points, you it can't phone you anyone phone. apart from no, no, no. Yeah. You can't yeah. Facebook, Instagram, so it's, I love you. <laughs> I think you're a twat. <laughs> I think it's important to know, like, like going back to what I was saying about, you know, putting the RIPs on and whatever else. It wasn't intended to ridicule. No, no. Anyone as such, you know, you yeah. use your devices and, and your social media how you choose to. And like you say, if that works for you, that works yeah. for you. But I think it's, it's important to know it don't work for everyone. But, and, that, and that's you the know. thing is, like this week, I've got, to say, I've got to say this. One of my friends put this picture up, and it was. Um, uh, a picture of uh, two kids but with monsters heads on <laughs> and it said this is the week where all the parents are going to put the kids pictures on and it's the same kind of thing mm. is that content is great yeah. for your friends and family yeah. but if i don't know your children 
you know, and I have no connection with them. It means nothing to me. Yeah. Well, and that we've always said that, so I've never put any pictures of Jasmine on social media. Because I used to like the old days when you had a, a family photo book. Yeah. So I've known Nick for a long time and my lad's yeah. here. And I go, look at Jasmine. Yeah. I don't want to put it out there for everyone who might be a wrong gun. Well, yeah. I think why do they have the right to see it? I, I will send my brother who lives in Thailand a, a WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in the loop and that's the beauty of technology. Yeah. But why does everyone who I've ever had contact with need to see my little girl? And, and this is the thing, is this is what's happening. I've written a few articles on, on um, uh, mental robustness for Facebook. There's a lot of kids suffering now because what people don't realise, and, and it literally is this, if you've got, say, a few hundred friends on Facebook, would you, in a room full of people, say intimate things? Like, like if I had a kid and I'd say, put a picture of my daughter there, and everyone went, she's ugly, look at her, this, that, and the other. Be devastated. Yeah. So why put it out to your Facebook? And that's what people have got to realise with Facebook. You've got to use it properly. Whatever yeah. content, and this is the rule I have for myself. Would I shout this out to a thousand people, most of whom I've never met? I think that's yeah. a good rule. And back to sex, drugs, yeah. booze. Can you imagine in thirty to forty years' time, our prime minister, who hasn't going to been caught? Drunk on Facebook, yeah. who has been caught with a spliff yeah. or a straw up his nose, or they're going, they're going all the way back, aren't they? All yeah, the way back. Out, yeah. So when we have our prime minister saying, "Well, he was never," up, and you think, "Well, I ain't going to vote for him then." Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll have a prime minister who goes, "Do you know what? My drug taking wasn't that bad." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it a bit of a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to quickly say as well, just on what we were talking about. So randomly, in the last week or so, I've been kind of questioning and I've done a lot of self-reflection and self-assessment in terms of why we do what we do yeah. and I think it's easier said than done but I think if we all sat there and actually thought about why are we actually posting this like what are we trying yeah. to get from it yeah um, and, I, and I've done that so we mentioned briefly offline why I used to do property posts initially I didn't know it was a thing to do like people have caught on to it that's a very good way to build rapport and raise investment initially I was doing it is because it bloody hurt when I lost like 15 16 grand yeah. which I didn't have when the ceiling's falling on me and the builders ripped me off and then the bailiffs aren't doing nothing and it hurt so I didn't want no one else to feel that pain yeah. so I was literally like guys don't just watch Holmes under the hammer and then try and be a property investor it doesn't work yeah. like that and that's why I was doing it and yeah. similar to like the stuff like with the podcast and it's this person just told me an incredible story if it resonates with you hopefully you can draw strength from that yeah. they're okay now yeah. and that's it but, but sometimes we're creatures of habit and as much as we want to be all self-aware and say you know we're very intelligent yeah. we do jump into habits so I've, I've yeah. been there as well I've done the whole happy birthdays 24-7 yeah. to like even my nearest and dearest and it's only literally probably the last three weeks like a couple of my friends birthdays I've actually just rang them or I've just messaged them or yeah. a voice I, note I, 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 I actually wish every single one of my 2000 Facebook friends happy birthday mm. that's how sad I am mm. but the reason I do it is because I want to share that kindness and love to people because mm. I think if I can send that to somebody I've never met who's a friend on there Hopefully that will just make their day. And it's been really nice because I've had some people I've never met have just emailed me and said that was really nice. Yeah. It, it boils down it to is a nice gesture. Say, it's, it's how yeah. you use But it's how you want to do it, though. It's yeah. like, yeah. it might work for me and not for you. And, yeah. you know, and that's the thing, and that's what it's about, you being yourself. Yeah. And that's what I say. Forget what everybody... As long as you're not doing anything bad, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just be yourself. Because I've recognised, I've, I've, like most of my life growing up, fuck a square peg in a round mm. hole. Yeah. I've been in the wrong area, I've been in the wrong things. And, and sometimes I was saying to Kev today, you know... Um, I, I, I went out, <clears throat> I went out sort of with somebody a, a while ago, and this this lady and stuff, and then she was like very about oh, I only eat in these restaurants, I only mix with these people and that and the other, and it really put me off her, so I kind of moved on. But um, I've said to Kev, some of the nicest people I've met in my life have had nothing. 
Yeah. Well, give me the last pound and this, that, and the other. And I said, you, you know, you, I, I don't judge people on what they've got, I judge mm, people on yeah, who they are. Absolutely. And absolutely. I think that's, that's, I mean, like you say, what means more to you? A millionaire that gives you 100 quid or, you know, someone that's got nothing that gives I you a time. Fiver. You know, yeah. it's time. I actually wrote a post on it today about times like, it's our most valuable commodity. Yeah. And if somebody can give me time, that means more to me than anything. Something I mean, you never get him back. You can't, that's it. You can earn more money again. We're not going to get this time back just sitting mm-hmm. here now, four of us, we've trying talk, to share this. We've talked that about our children having me, Craig. Yeah. We, we work and you get money and you do this and you do that so you can buy them a bike and you can buy them this. Sometimes the things they'll most remember is just sitting down sitting. the... Or going down the park and just yeah. mommy and daddy or nanny and granddad or uncle. Yeah. That that time is the most precious gift we can give someone. Because the, the toys you're getting for Christmas and you stress over getting them, yeah, they're excited for the first few weeks, and they don't remember them again after that. No, now, they remember the time that you fell over at the park and twisted your ankle yeah. up when you was playing football with them. Yeah, and, and I think that's important. You know, when people say you've got to work, go work, go work, go earn money. I've never met a twenty pound note. There are 20 years down the line, and I recognise you. I recognise you. you know, I've, I've not done that. Yeah. But I, I can think back to 10 years ago or whatever at a specific time and a memory. Mm. And that's where, like you say, time is, is your most valuable yes. commodity. And it's how you, how you use it's your it. Interac- it's the value of your interactions with people. You know, it's, it's like, it's like quite, things are quite short lived. You know, I remember when I was uh, getting my car. And I was like, oh, I wanted it for ages, this, that, and the other. But now it's just my car. I like it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's like, before I had it, it was a lot more yeah. valuable than now I've got it. And, and how many things in life are like that? I can't wait to get with her. I can't yeah. wait for this job. When I get this job, my life's going to change. And then... It's the what-if syndrome. Yeah. What-if. Or when. You when. Know, when if, sorry. If, when, yeah, yeah. when I make all this money, my life is going to be so much better. Yeah. You spend you're, you're as much... in the process. You're missing all of that beauty yeah. from here to there, basically. It's not the destination. It's the journey we take. The thing is, we're in a rush. Yeah. The thing is, it's like sometimes in your life, in my life, when things have looked their best, I've probably felt my worst. Mm. You know, and That's crazy. And it's, it's mm. mad, you know, whereas I was saying to Kev, you know, I was looking at some pictures when I used to bodybuild like 15 years ago. Mm. And I was going, God, I can't believe how big I got because the lads I was with were on steroids and I wasn't. I always thought I was small and this, mm. that, and the other. But I was like amazed. But I was going, I wasn't happy then. Yeah. The environment you surrounded yeah, exactly. yourself by. Yeah. You know, and you, you're more, I mean, we're, we're human. We're always going to look at our environment and the people with Vinny. And, yeah. and not find envy, but we're always going to put doubt in ourselves because yeah. of, of that. Like you say, you were bodybuilding naturally. Mm. They were on steroids. Yeah. Now you, you sort of, so dismiss your your progress yeah. and your process Success, yeah. because of their yeah. their image. Yeah. You know when they took a couple of shortcuts. Yeah, exactly. To get there, and that's and that's yeah. what it is. It's not what you've got. It's how much it means to you. I think you said that to me yesterday, Kevin. Mm-hmm. It was like because because the thing is, there'll always be someone. I remember when Conor McGregor's on his yacht after he um, he beat Mayweather, lost then, to Mayweather, uh, lost to Mayweather. Sorry, and uh, that <laughs> let's brush, get it right. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not me too. <laughs> and then that Russian billionaire pulls up with a yacht about ten times the size. You know, ah, I've got to get one of them. So yeah. he's, he's, you know, his happiness was short lived, and that's the thing. Whatever you have, there'll always be someone with more, yeah. and there'll always be someone with less. And sometimes it's about looking at those with less that I find most better. So it's like, I find, you know, if, I, if I'm lost uh, in my life and I don't know what to do, I'll try and give. So I think, who can yeah. I be kind to today? Can I say hello to an old lady That's or something? Involved. Yeah, and then, and, and I don't, I just don't know why I do it. I just do it and then I feel better. And I think, you know, because we can always 
add value to people's lives. I think that's what they say. You know, you you can't you can't achieve new things by holding on to the things that yeah. you have. You know, if if I got my hands full of apples, yeah, I'm not going to fit an orange in there. Yeah. You need to give some things away in order to yeah to receive some back. And the thing is, as well, I I learned this. Whatever's good in life is also bad, and whatever's bad in life is also good. There's always a, there's always you can't have it all good. Yeah. And it's like you know, like my worst time of my life when I collapsed turned out to be the best time because it's created everything I do today. And then you know, when I was in a relationship and I was moving into this massive house, it all felt through. It looked like the best time of my life. And I remember peaking, going, "This is the happiest time of my life," but it was awful. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, it, and and you know, it's it's getting that balance and it's making sure that the downsides you're okay with. Yeah. There's beauty in adversity. Yeah. Massive beauty. One hundred percent. You you got you got to find yourself, be happy with yourself, because like you say, yeah. success is short lived. You know, you've yeah. got to make sure that it's what you want, and you've got to be in the environment you're comfortable with. And the thing is, going back to what we were saying about expectations, the only expectations you got to meet are your own. Yeah. Because you've yeah. got the most things we we grow up with parental expectations, expectations from teachers, society, environment, mm. and I say bollocks to them. Live in your live in the yeah. environment that suits you. You know where, where you know where is it? If you need to, you know. You know so I heard this phrase. It says you're not a tree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is it. Oh, go on, I read, was it. Getting it up. read it. Yeah, read literally it. what you were saying because I was, was well, going to end isn't it. Isn't that bizarre? That. <laughs> That's amazing. I was, it, there's a brilliant quote here, and it says, "I always wonder why birds stay in the same place when they can fly anywhere on earth." Then ask my same this. Then ask myself the same question. Is that the one you're on about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's and they say, you know, get up and move. You're yeah, not a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's, it is. That's and crazy it, that you've got that all. That is no. You, you I, I really believe in the law of attraction and that's something. Did you looking very attractive? <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you about drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I li- that's literally what I typed. I, 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 um, myself quotes tree, and I've just been on Google for the last five minutes trying to find it. Nice, oh, mad, yeah. isn't it? I mean, do you think the law of attraction is that is that Deepak Chopra? Yes, yeah, so there's Deepak Chopra, there's um, Abraham Hicks, there's, um, there's loads of them, Joe Vitale, or people like that. But if you, I, I, I kind of follow it because it makes my life easier, because yeah. I push myself too hard and I get ill sometimes. So what I say to people is if you believe it on a spiritual level, it's believe there's laws in the universe that if yeah. you meditate and focus on these things, all of <laughs> little things like what just happened with Aaron there will think mm. coincidence happen out of the blue. So, but I also say to people is, you know, the best the best way to have a, an open belief system is to believe something and believe the opposite at the same time. Oh, okay. Like so what, God and the devil. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, so you believe something's true and then you believe it's not true, but you sit in the middle. So you could be this. So nothing's definite. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. So I say law of attraction could be something spiritual and magical, like it just happened there, mm-hmm. or it could just be a scientific coincidence. So I say if you believe it on science, if you're happy, you're focused, you do your meditation, everything else. When you meet people naturally, people are going to like you and say things that probably wouldn't have happened before. Mm. So on a scientific uh, level, you're going to be more successful and happier anyway. But if you believe in a spiritual level, which you kind of do, kind of don't. There's a thing I'm not sure if it's quite related. There's a thing, I think he's Les Brown says, you know, again, big mm-hmm. fan of Les Brown. Um, he said that on a morning, if you can try and tell yourself or watch the videos and listen to the tapes, first thing on the morning, because that's when your mind's working at 10, 10 wave cycles mm-hmm. or something per yeah. second or whatever, and that's when your subconscious is most influential. So and that's how you can reprogram. The alpha waves. So what you do with your 6 a.m. thing, that's a really good thing, because if you're in a meditative state, it's the state between sleep and awake, um, um, wakeful awareness. That little bit is where your brain goes into alpha waves, which is meditation, which is where your intuition comes in and all your best ideas. 
But if you, the more you can stay in that state, the better you'll be at everything. If you can box in an alpha state, it's like a, they call it the zone, the flow state, but the longer you stay in that. It's like I, I do loads of writing for new um, magazines now, and I've, I did it to improve my writing. And um, I get myself into that state, and they just write themselves. Mm, just yeah, write yeah. themselves. It's weird. It just, the words come out, and I'm like, I couldn't have written that. <laughs> <laughs> We're amazing what we can do. Mm. But today's going to be a short one. Uh, gang, so I'm just gonna on about our sex, drugs, and everything. I'm gonna finish with a little quote from George Best. An interviewer went in and asked him, said, George, how did you spend all your money? He went on women, drugs, and beer, and I wasted the rest. So until next week, gang, tarara bit. Listen, listen, listen.